Hi guys, it's David with uh, the first of probably not that many um, mini uh, Minnesota updates from this year's Los Angeles Film Festival. I'm having a great time going to the films, but um, I haven't seen as many as I did last year. There's been scheduling things, Father's Day, uh, things like that uh, that I've had to skip out on the fest for, but I have still had plenty of fun times. And I won't go into too much detail about the films on these because I am writing them up in more detail on the website, but I just want to do the episode because I know they're fun to listen to and mention some of the things that I... Uh, sort of the ancillary things that I don't get to mention on my written uh, posts because those are specifically about the films. Um, but I am going to break down what films I saw. Um, one of the coolest things uh, that's happened at the festival is um, free a free outdoor screening downtown of uh, two Buster Keaton films, the, I guess, technically feature Sherlock Jr., which is only like 45 minutes long or something, uh, if even... And then the short Cops, which is 20 minutes long. Uh, and they they showed those back-to-back Cops going first because the short usually goes first in these situations. It's it's just the way it's done. Um, don't question it. Don't ask why. Um, and it was done... It was part of... It was weird. I guess this is like the 50th anniversary of Los Angeles's sister city being Bordeaux, in France, which I thought was a region, I guess, but I guess it's a city as well. Anyway, because of that, they had a French a band, I'm guessing from Bordeaux, um, called Mag- Magnetics. Um, it was a two-piece guitar, very much uh, white stripesy in the um, instrumental and gender makeup of the outfit, um, <laughs> doing uh, live rock music to the movie. Now, it was a little weird in that I assumed that they were had either composed something for the movie or would be improvising to what was on screen. No, they were just playing their songs while these Buster Keaton movies were on. Um, it sounds like a complaint, but it actually was uh, a lot of fun. And Buster Keaton's movies are so uh, fantastic and so powerful that um, you could be listening to a jackhammer for 65 minutes and you'd still uh, uh, have a great time watching the movies. Um, and the the outdoor setting, it's at the top of the Angels Flight. If people who know Los Angeles know um, what that is, uh, it's where the Bunker Hill neighborhood used to be before those uh, corporate scum lords uh, ruined it for everyone. Um, and so uh, it, it was a great time. I had some, you know, to have beer or wine and sit out outside and watch Buster Keaton, and everyone laughed and had a great time, and it was. It was a lot of fun. That was that was definitely one of the more uh, fun things, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I'm glad I didn't just stick to the um, uh, more festivaly, you know, stuff the the indies and the undistributed and uh, uh, secret stuff. But let's get on to those because I had a great time with some of those uh, as well. Um, I I saw a documentary called Walking Underwater, directed by Eliza Kubarska, and it's about um, these. I guess uh, I guess you'd call them a tribe of people who live in the islands around Borneo and Indonesia and the Philippines uh, called the Badjao, if I'm saying that correctly. Who, and specifically, it follows one of them who uh, uh, fishes uh, for a living, but in a way where he has a long length of tube that he sticks in his mouth that is hooked up to a compressor on the boat, and then he dives way, way deep without scuba gear or anything just this tube sticking you know going from his mouth all the way up to the uh 
the the surface um and he uh you know fishes with a with a spear down uh, you know down in the depths uh it's a fantastically um terrifying and beautiful uh way of life and it is unfortunately a way of life that is dying out and that's something that uh kubarska is trying to get across and she does it you know not by hammering you over the head with how sad it is but by showing you a truly beautiful thing not not just that this guy's life is beautiful but the film itself is uh just breathtaking um it's definitely uh one of the biggest surprises for me of the festival uh so far so that's uh walking underwater the guy the guy sitting next to me did not feel the same way about it he was uh it was almost like comically apparent that he was uh dragged there by his girlfriend who was excited uh, to to see it? He had his phone on at the beginning until his girlfriend told him in sharp hush tones to shut it off. Uh, then he spent the movie shifting uh, around in his seat ne- next to me, and then occasionally even like leaning forward with his uh, elbows on his knees. I I'm assuming just to keep himself awake. I would rather he just fell asleep. Um, but it's, such is the power of Kubarska's film that I loved it despite. Uh, old meathead next to me uh, being too much of a dumb dumb to get it. Um, now, uh, let's see. What did I do after that? I went to... Um, okay, so the movie I saw after that, I'm not going to spend too much time on because uh, I've said it before on the podcast and in my written thing, I, I love that the films, so many of the films that play at LA Film Fest are truly uh, under, the, under the radar. Um, and don't have distribution and you really could be discovering a gem like with walking underwater uh this one it's um called it's called echo park named after the neighborhood uh here in los angeles um it's part of their their, they have a, a sort of subsection i guess um called uh called la muse this year that is films that are inspired by or take place in los angeles and that's great i mean that's why i chose to see this movie because i you know i love my adopted hometown here uh but this movie was just if you know anything about echo park it's it's sort of like uh you know at this point the squarest guy in the world or or at least in the country knows to make jokes about hipster bearded hipsters living in brooklyn in williamsburg echo park is the same thing but this movie uh, is still trying to capture it's about a beverly hills woman who leaves her her boyfriend and her her life behind her 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 predetermined uh prescribed uh social society life behind and moves to echo park to like find herself or whatever um i uh again i don't want to dwell on it it's a it's a tiny movie it does star mamie gummer mamie gummer uh who whom i love she's the the lead but I, I really did not enjoy uh, watching the movie. Um, I still managed to get through it without shifting in my seat and leaning forward on my elbows because uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not that guy. Um, after Echo Park, here's what I did. I had a little bit of time before I had another movie that I wanted to see, and so I went over to the Yard House. I don't know if you know the chain, the Yard House. Great selection of beers. 
literally nothing on the menu is edible. I think they're assuming that you're going to have three arrogant bastards before your food arrives at your table, and you're not going to care that uh, the sliders that I had taste worse than the uh, microwavable version of White Castle burgers. It's... Uh, I don't recommend eating food at the yard house unless you've had enough yards of of beer to um, to not care. Uh, anyway, maybe that's overly harsh, but <laughs> yard house is a big chain, so I don't feel bad about making fun of it like I do with Echo Park. Um, then the last one I'll talk about today—it's not the last one I've seen. Seen more, but I want to spread these out a little bit. Um, is a, a movie sort of in the it's it's in the realm of the kind of movies I normally don't like. The coming-of-age, like, white kid indie dramedy. Uh, you know, I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of The Way Way Back, which I think was actually did play um, a special screening of the festival last year. Uh, not a big fan of those type of things in general. I generally uh, avoid them. I liked this one for the most part. There's some... Um, there's some things in the movie where it's clear that it was written by a man because the um, the female lead is way too forgiving of uh, uh, of of the the man. I shouldn't even call him a man. The boy's uh, boyishness and inability to uh, stick by his word and by his gal. Uh, anyway, but it's a it's a movie. Um, uh, I shouldn't start with the harsh stuff because I actually did rather like it. Uh, it's uh, about a two college kids who lose their virginity to one another and they use a condom and wouldn't you know it, they still get pregnant. Uh, sorry, <laughs> she gets pregnant. Um, he does not. Uh, and uh, he has a tough time, I guess, stepping up to the responsibility of the fact that she wants to keep the twins. It's going to be twins. Um despite uh what i said earlier it's a consistently very um very funny very well acted movie um and the director karim uh sanga i think is how you say his name or senga um definitely um for a guy i think this is technically this is his second film i i forget the name of his his first one but for a young filmmaker he clearly he might not have a voice that is all his own um really but he 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 knows what he's doing he uh it's a very very competently made film and i think uh it's the the jokes in the script and it's the performances that really uh elevate it beyond um what it could have been which uh is an, a, you know a sort of another cookie cutter what did i say before uh white kid coming of age indie dramedy um and the um the the star power which if you're the kind of person who listens to battleship pretension this is the kind of people that you consider star power because i know i do but the parents her um single dad is played by james legros and his uh parents that i haven't have i not said the name of the movie yet it's called the young kieslowski sorry it has nothing to do with uh polish director christoph kieslowski um so uh the so her dad is played by james legros and his parents are played. Kieslowski's parents are played by uh, Melora Walters and Joshua Molina. Uh, they're all great. Um, everyone in the film actually is is very good. And like I said, it's uh, a great ensemble cast 
Um, it's mostly about the young Kieslowski, um, but it's a great ensemble cast uh, that um, uh, really, really uh, hits home. And I, I'm not just saying this because I got to go to the young Kieslowski premiere. It was the premiere. I got to go to the after party and um, uh, take advantage of an open bar uh, at the uh, lovely uh, historic Figueroa Hotel. I'm not just giving it high praise because of the free Roman Coke, but um, that was fun. It was good <laughs> going to the party afterward. So I will um, stop now, even though I've, there's more that I've seen, but I want to, uh, like I said, I, I don't want to do too many of of these, um, or rather I don't want to do, yeah, anyway, whatever. I'm going to do another of these minisodes in a couple, a few days, uh, maybe after the festival's over, um, and uh catch you up on the rest of the stuff i saw so thanks for listening and uh, blah 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 next time